Being the best doesn't guarantee you'll win the business. Having the best sales pitch does. My name is Justin Cohen, author of Pitch to Win. If you want to win in business, you need to understand that everyone has got an invisible antenna behind their ear turned into one frequency and one frequency only. W-I-I-F-M. What's in it for me? It may sound harsh, but they don't really care about you, your company, or your list of features and benefits. They care about themselves. They care about their needs, their desires, and their pain. Where you and your offering can help them meet those needs, they're interested. But you can't show them that until you've taken time to listen to what their needs are. Now, it can take a while for people to open up. They need to feel safe and that they can trust you. That's why it's useful to get to build rapport first, to build the connection. In a series of negotiation studies carried out between MBA students of two business schools, one group was told, time is money, get straight down to business. In this group, around 55% were able to come to an agreement. A second group was told, before you begin negotiating, exchange some personal information with each other and identify similarities you have in common, then begin negotiating. In this group, 90% of them were able to come to a successful agreement. Now, we tend to do this naturally when we meet people. We may talk about current events, sports, or which school or college we went to. And this might seem trivial, but as those negotiation studies demonstrate, they're a powerful way to create connections, to build rapport. Some people call this small talk, but small talk is a good stepping stone to big talk. People do business with people they know, trust, and like. So take time to get to know your prospect. Now, another way to boost rapport is through mirroring. Milton Erickson, one of the fathers of hypnotherapy, discovered that mirroring his clients' behavioral patterns by subtly matching their volume, pace, facial expression, or gestures increased the chances of them following his suggestions. This is based on a simple truth. People like people who are like them. Think about it. If you're soft-spoken, you probably think of yourself as modest and reserved, while people who speak at a higher volume are pushy. If you speak loudly, you probably think of that guy you have to lean in to hear as a little annoying. Notice how two people can frame the same characteristic as either positive or negative, depending on whether they're the ones who possess it. In short, the best kind of people are like us. (laughs) Besides mirroring their body language or volume, you can also mirror what they say. Let's say someone questions your experience. If you immediately contradict her and start listing the projects you've worked on, she may feel undermined and discount what you've said. However, if you first mirror her concern by paraphrasing what she said, you're more likely to get buy-in, making her feel more likely to listen to the experience you do have. For example, you might say, you're quite right. Depth of experience is critical to us delivering on the success of this project. Fortunately, I've worked on a number of projects in this field, and then you can tell her about them. Mirroring isn't just a persuasion technique. It enables us to better understand what others are feeling. As we take on their facial expressions, tone of voice, or body language, our internal experience begins to match theirs. Notice that if you're talking to someone who's sad, initially you'll tend to hunch your shoulders and furrow your brow just like them. This helps you empathize and builds trust. So the next time you want to persuade anyone, start by listening and mirroring. My name is Justin Cohen, author of Pitch to Win, available at all good bookstores. Right now, sign up for my free Pitch to Win Masterclass by going to www.justinpresents.com.